You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a American history podcast where each week I, David Anthony, read a story from American history of the United States to my friend. And Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. How's your cat? The pioneers of reading something to a guy. Well, don't get all weird. Who doesn't know it? Don't get all weird, but true. But don't get all weird. Don't Sorry. get all, I mean, chip on the shoulder. Sorry. Sorry. Well, just you came out of the aggro. Like, you know, why are you throwing shade immediately? I'm drunk. All the other I'm drunk. You're, you're drunk. I'm drunk. Yes. Well, we should have known that before we started, because maybe we wouldn't have started. You know what I mean? Action. Oh, fuck. I'll have two more giblets. Come on. And a gimlet. Fuck you, Dad. You're sober. Oh, right, but I I got... Well, sort I of went, a weird... I went back into a, a place. Weird thing to jump in. With. Boy, this show got emotional at the beginning. We Bad should, start to... No wonder. Should, <laughs> <laughs> you should not start so emotional. Is anybody listening um, still? I wouldn't be. I'm not here. I've got, I left a while ago. And called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy! On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo! No sleep tell hippo! Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. I done, my friend. No. No. Roder. in the court. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't. But we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there. Gareth? Yes. November 5th, 1818. Year of our Lord, Jesus Christ. 1818. Sure. Benjamin Butler 
was born. I thought you were going to say Benjamin Buttons, and I was going to, I don't know what was going to happen. I don't know what was going to happen. I was going to start going, this guy's real. Things were about to start happening. That would have to start in like 2009 2011. We'll be going backwards. Uh, Benjamin Butler was born in Deerfield, New Hampshire. His uh, dad, Papa, I assume he called him, died of yellow fever when he was five months old. Yeah. Wow, this is interesting. Okay. Uh, so, so his dad died when he was five? Yeah, five months old. Five months old, sure. Right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin yeah. was small and sickly at birth. He sure. had a drooping eyelid and was severely cross-eyed. Wow. I guess the drooping eyelid's kind of a favor at that point. Yeah, at that point, the drooping eyelid's like whatever. It's, it's like a, a little bit of a curtain. Yeah. Um, his older brother, Andrew, became like a substitute father to him. Okay. So Benjamin, very into reading, uh, got a really good education, uh, would get teased uh, about his looks or his quirks, and he would, sure. uh, he would respond with verbal attacks that would sort of stun the people giving him shit. Nice. So he's like, he's got the rapier's wit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was, quote, known as the dirtiest, sauciest, lying his child on the road. He was tricky and wanton, serving in youth as a warning to other boys. No boy in the country could lie like Ben Butler. Wow. I, I relate to the, uh, you know, got to have a little wit to get yourself out of predicaments. I always mm-hmm. got made fun of, and it was like, that was the best thing to do. Attack. At 16, he was described as, quote, small in stature, health infirm or fair complexion, and reddish brown hair. Okay. So that's not great. None of that's good. Why? It's not, bad, not a problem. Really? Fair reddish, complexion, reddish nothing wrong hair. with that. Reddish really? brown hair, nothing wrong yeah. with that. That's <laughs> yeah. what we call attractive, my man. Ah, uh, no, that's... Uh, Hot. With, a gift from the Lord. It's, for, it's what uh, a description you of You want a little the, ginger in the latte. From the Sickly Islands, which are just north of France, the Sickly Islands. Right, of course. Uh, he went to Waterville College in Maine. He graduated in 1838. Now, his sickly uh, appearance, his poor health, was continuing all through college. And then after college, he got a job on a fishing boat for four months. So he's out in the Atlantic. Mm. And the dry, cold air strengthened his lungs and cured him. What? Yeah. Is that right? That's what it says. That's what the, that's what the that history sounds, is. That sounds like what they would normally give you for a cure, but it wouldn't work. Like, yeah. what this boy needs is four months of ocean breeze. <laughs> and then and you'd be like, uh, it's not a, uh, do you have pills? or No, there's no antibiotics. You need to go to the ocean for half a year. Uh, That'll make you fine. Are you just trying to get me to cheap on a boat? Suck it in. That'll be $500. Huh? Do you own a boat? Or are you trying to get me to work on a boat? for? Own a boat? Of course I don't own a boat. My friend's a captain of a boat. Actually, wait a second. But let me just... Hold on. It's coming. It's here. You should work on said boat. That's right. And uh, part of the reason why I think it'll be great for you, this is a cure. You don't need to get paid. Okay? The cure is to go work free on my friend's boat. I should point out, my friend looks a lot like me with a mustache and a captain's hat. Uh, I'm a doctor. Yeah, this doesn't sound... What does it No, it just, it just sounds uh, shady. What? It sounds shady as if you're trying to get me to work free on your Listen, boat. Listen, 
And of course I'm not. It's not my boat for the last time. It's a friend of mine who looks just like me with a mustache and a captain's hat. And you'll go out there, work for free for a while. I mean, not work for free. That's a, you'll, you'll be working for free. Get cured for a while is how I should put it. Get cured for a while. You'll go out there. You'll be shucking oysters and sucking scallops or whatever you do to them. And uh, then when you come back, you should be good. Worst case scenario, you work for free for a few months. Wait, so we're going out on a boat and we're going to catch yes. oysters? Yes. On a yep, boat? You're going out oyster fishing. That's right. <laughs> you didn't know that was a thing, did you? Do you know what a boat is? Of course I know what a boat is. I have one. I mean, a buddy of mine does. Nice try, a-hole. Not falling for that twice in one day. So how do you fish oysters? You get a you get a, a a bottom scraping net. I'm not going to walk you through the whole boring routine, but you get a bottom scraping net, and it's called dragging. You drag it. You drag right. it along the ocean floor. These oysters love carp. You fill the net with carp. These oysters they're practically jumping in the boat. But again, that will be neither here nor there. This is for your health. That's the whole point. You're going to go on an oyster boat for about half a year. Work pro bono. Come back cured with a bunch of oysters for me. Or for the guy. Maybe I'll get some. It's not about me. That's a lot of clams, and I ain't just talking about the oysters. That'll be $500. I'm not doing this. Oh, well. I'd rather Good be luck s- dying, then, you little prick. I'd rather be sickly, honestly. Send in the next guy. Send in the next guy. Sick Tommy? Yeah. I got a cure for him. It <sighs> involves boating for Stop. a month and a half. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so he got better and he gained twenty five pounds. Wow! On the yeah, crazy. So he uh, came back from the boat and all everyone's like, "Well, who's this guy?" Yeah. Um, and then after that, he got he always wanted to be a lawyer, so he got he worked as a law clerk for a New Hampshire lawyer. He mostly just read law books and studied the whole time, and then okay, uh, became a lawyer in eighteen forty four. He married Sarah Hildreth. Uh, they would go on to have four kids. Sarah, okay, sure, on, a on modest this, amount. For the on time. this entire journey we go through, Sarah is always with him. Wherever okay. we go, she's there. Sarah's there. Okay. Benjamin fought uh, for a ten-hour workday for manufacturers, um, and which, she's there for that. She's like, "That's right." Hi. He's um, fighting. He's fighting for that. Yeah. So a ten-hour uh, workday. Yeah, the workday at this time is thirteen and a half hours for six Jesus six days a week. Christ. So it's just normal shit. It's amazing how. <laughs> we left it, and we're coming right back. Mm-hmm. Many, uh, many of the workers are women and kids. So uh, he ends up becoming a spokesman for labor and the poor. Um, he's okay. also a very successful lawyer. He has two law offices, one in Boston, one in Lowell. Um, very, maybe the most lucrative law practice in New England. He's making $18,000 a year. Okay, wow. So, yeah, uh, which... A lot of people make now, but yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, He became more and more well-known, and in 1852 was elected to the Massachusetts House of Representatives. Okay. So he's becoming... Quite a turnaround. Yeah, he's our boy, a little sick boy. A little sick boy is making it, right? Um, So Benjamin was also an officer in a state militia called the Jackson Musketeers. Mm -hmm. Sure, Mm -hmm. sure. When you get more than three, it becomes a Jackson. That's right. Uh, all they were all of Irish descent, uh, Democrats and Catholics. So it's uh, okay. So it's a bunch a of drink Irish musketeers. It's a it's right, a dr- yeah. it's a drink club. 
So that's that's Roy. Punch the stars in the middle. Hold on, wait a second. Hold on, wait a second. We're supposed to do something. Dartinian, where's your? Oh boy, oh, I'm fucking pissed as a fart. I don't feel right. Uh, oh, I just realised these aren't musketeers at all. It's just a mirror. It's been me the whole time. Uh, uh, <laughs> he just drifts off that guy. Yeah. Uh, and look, uh, if if you want to comment that we just did a stereotype of Irish people being drunk, um, send it to last podcast on the left or something. Uh, he yeah, became that's not email. last podcast at the left at gmail dot com. All the complaints <laughs> he, go there. He became a spokesman for labor. And, oh, I already did that. Um, so he moved to the rank of brigadier general. So he's now brigadier general of this militia. And in 1858, he becomes a state senator. I should point out, I don't really know what that means, but that means pretty so, in charge. So general is like you're, you become a general. Brigadier general is like it happens in the field or it happens like it's like a, it's not, it's not like. It's like an on the fly promotion? Yeah, kind of more on the fly. Yeah. That's how I would put okay. it. So, um, okay. So, so. 1858, he's state senator, and states start seceding from the Union after Lincoln gets elected. You know where this is going, mm-hmm. right? Of course. Um, so Benjamin goes to the governor, Andrew uh, John Andrew, and he says that the state militia should be called up because, you know, we're going to war. And the governor's like, yeah, okay. And then he tells the governor they need, they're going to need heavy coats for the winter. 2,000 coats are ordered. It costs $20,000 altogether. Um, the Middlesex Woolen Mills Company got the contract, and Benjamin happened to be a stockholder, and he got a dividend of thirty-one percent off that twenty um, k. Hmm. So, hmm. it's interesting. It's a good. It's a good deal. I mean, some would call it a conflict of interest, another would call it shrewd capitalism. I would call it just American. It's just American. Yeah, it's business. Just how it works. Yeah, I know a guy. Oh, it's this guy. I know a guy that's me. It's a little like that doctor we heard from before. <laughs> that's right. So he he's put in command of the troops. Uh, he has no practical military experience at Perfect. all. It's just that's like, it, what you want. It was always a political appointment. That's how he got the position. So he's now commanding four thousand men. There's no clue what he's doing. Okay. That that was pretty common at the beginning of the Civil War. A lot of those generals were like political appointments, so no one knew what they were so doing. So it was just kind of the fancy, fancy men versus like the people who knew what they were doing a little bit? Well, there was really no... Yeah, I guess the South had more people that knew what they were doing, but um, most of these are political appointments, yeah. So it's... Okay. It's not really one side had smart guys and one side didn't. It was all just that no. guy. That guy's a fancy boy, so let's put him in charge. Not, okay. not, not, ex- that, not that phrasing, but you know what I mean. No, no, I believe that's in the Constitution. <laughs> God, that would be amazing. Uh, fancy so- boys with nice coats. <laughs> There'll be no more questions. Sign so- it. So Benjamin's brother, Andrew, had just come back from the West Coast where he'd been prospecting gold for 11 years, and Benjamin made him a colonel. <laughs> sure. sure right? Of course. It's normal stuff. Yeah, no, he knows. Yeah, it's basically the same. It's, you've been looking for gold. Now you're in, in charge of it. Yeah, dudes it's the same thing. It's the same war. thing. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. same thing. We don't even need the dots are connected. So obviously, we don't even need to bother. Yeah, look if you if you go uh, two thousand miles and try to dig holes and find shiny rocks and you don't, then you should be put in charge of uh, of troops. Yeah, 
I'm right. the manager of this Arby's. Previous experience, I played Frisbee. <laughs> so, with, work with for me. With How dogs? Do you sandwiches? Huh? Yeah, it doesn't matter. What's this, horsey sauce? Yeah. Uh, yeah, more of that. That's right. Keep it's them a, moving, boys. It's actually a uh, sandwich artist. Hmm, well, this is just like Frisbee. We have a goal, and we've got to hit it. So, uh, Benjamin is supposed to take his troops by train down the coast, but he finds out that in Baltimore, people are attacking Union troops. So he's like, I don't want to take the train through there. So he has puts his troops on a ship and takes them around to land in Annapolis, Maryland. But Maryland is like at that place where they're like, which side do we join, the north or the south? What are we going to do? So, so the mayor and governor are like, don't fucking land the ship. Um, and he's, and he just does anyway. He's like, fuck, fuck off. I don't care. Okay. And he lands. Now, okay. at the time, there's a rumor. It's, I mean, it's hard to stop a ship from porting. You're like, hold it. <laughs> uh, it's breaking our arms, sir. Well, he didn't get permission from the federal government. He was just like, I'm doing this. Like they thought he was going by train. He's so just, he's gone rogue. Yeah, right. He was on train. Now he went boat. And now he's like, I'm going to Annapolis. Yeah, he totally, he's totally winging it. So, and they're um, like, do you remember the mission? I'm starting to think <laughs> we need to find people with experience for these posts. Uh, yeah, I hear you, but I found a fucking... He just has no clue what he's doing. I found a really cool boat. It's got, like, engines You were supposed to be shit. on a train. Yeah, You were but, supposed to be on a train. But trains are like, bumpity, 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 bumpity. And I was like, I want some whoosh, whoosh. You know what I mean? I want to whoosh it. That's what that's I... That's not your job. That's, what that's I told not your the, job. So I told the boys, and the boys were like, fuck yeah, let's go on a cruise. So we're on Watch the boat. Watch your language, first of all. You're speaking to a superior. We're catching oysters. We're having a ball. And then I see... Well, a, I do love an oyster catch. And then I see Annapolis. I do love it. They jump into the boat. I see Annapolis, and I'm like, bingo, let's fucking do this. So but they we were are. very clear that you should not port your ship there. Yeah, but you I need had, to start listening. I had a ship, and they had like a port, like a you know, there's like a dock. So let's do this. I've already established I mean? those facts. I already said that. You, you listen. Give me- they, you, you're not allowed to have a policy of quote unquote. Let's do this. You need to listen to direct orders. Do you understand? Yeah. Don't but- even get me started on your brother who opened a man looking for nuggets. You know how uh, I had shirts made up. Let's do this before. Like, I know people thought that we're maybe we're not they were... instructed to have those shirts made up. We also find out that you have a big stake in that company that made a lot of the outfits. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call coats outfits, but that's the way we got the most quality coat. That's how we did that. So, anyway, I got to get back to my boat boys because uh, we're having, we're having Just... one. You know what? We're fucking tossing off like it's crazy over there. Stop talking like that. I'm going to hit and then... Disgusting. And then I'm going to just hit Annapolis. A bunch of you are just on a boat whacking off? I don't even want to hear anymore. Look. No. Just do what you're told from now on. Do you understand? We're not whacking off, man. We're having a party. We're fucking turning it loose. Stop swearing at a superior. Can you hear them? They're chanting, let's do this. Can you hear the boys? It's great. I'd rather... I hear them. It's... I'd rather not. Anywho, you guys have a good war. We're going to have one. I'll let you know what we're doing as You're we hit. You're part of this. As You're we part get there. of the war. Uh, I'm kind of. Do not do it that way. I'm kind of just like free jamming. You know what I mean? I'm going to free that jam is the not civil. not how it works. You do not free jam war. I'm going to free jam the war civil war. War is a series of high. Uh, no, it is a hierarchy. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. You know what I mean? 
I swear to God, I hate him, but I love his attitude. I do, too. This guy knows what he's doing. You go do what you want, Benjamin Buttons. Thank you, sir. Whatever your name is. So, uh, so he lands in Annapolis, and he's trying to mend, you know, the relationship a little bit. And there's a rumor Look, that Look, I'm sorry we ported here. <laughs> there's, there's a rumor that there might be a slave insurrection. So, to make up for things, he offers to use his troops, if there is an insurrection, to put it down. Which you can see the problem there, because... When the governor of Massachusetts hears about this, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Because he's a huge abolitionist who had donated are money. Are aware of the side we hired you for? <laughs> yeah, you're on the other side, man. I mean, the governor of Don't Massachusetts. Don't worry. Don't worry. We understand. We Wait a minute. We're part of the North? Yes. Oh, my God. This is North. crazy. I misread this. We're against slavery. We're getting it. Uh, po- man. Pro- Pro-freedom. I feel like you did tell me that. Yeah, no, that's what kind of what the whole thing's about, even though... No, no, I recognize that. People I'm just sort of here thinking, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> I put my foot in it this time. Yeah, I mean, that's one way to put well, it. Well, will be, what's for lunch? Oysters. Great. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of what we're... De- it sounds like you're dealing with, like... I mean, he has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. He certainly doesn't get the command structure of a military. It's like if the dollop were to be war plans. That's exactly it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, he offers, and like I said, the, the governor of Massachusetts is a huge abolition. The governor of Massachusetts had donated money to John Brown. That's how on the other side he is. So he's just fucking livid now at this point. Um, so to get, to get, uh, Benjamin out of Maryland, the Secretary of War relieves him of command. Okay. And Benjamin, in other words, he was he was politely fired. <laughs> yeah. So Benjamin sends him a, a letter. Quote: If my services are lo- no longer desired, I am quite willing to be relieved altogether, but I will not be disgraced. So it seems like a hard line to walk, but okay. So he's he's like, you may fire me, but I can't look bad while being fired. Well, that's he, the rule. He's relieved of command, so he's still in the military. He's just lost his army. He's not commanding anybody. So he's not okay. fired, fired. So, okay. so he, everyone who worked for him at the Arby's left. That's right. He's running the Arby's okay. alone. So okay. he's still super, super popular in Massachusetts, and Lincoln needs him for political reasons. So Lincoln doesn't want to cut him loose, so Lincoln then promotes him to major general. That's like the worst. I mean, that and there's so many stories <laughs> that like where to like solve a temporary problem, like someone who shouldn't be working is promoted just to save face. Yeah. That's right. We're promoting you. <laughs> we really like the way you handled that North strategy of uh, quashing a rebellion of the slaves. So well done. Uh, we will promote you to a higher post. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, So he is sent to Fort Monroe, Virginia. And while he's there, uh, three escaped slaves come and they're like, hey, can we have some protection? Which he does. Okay. But then he declares, because the owner is like, I want my slaves back. And so he declares the slaves contraband of war. So, so like he's basically like they're political prisoners? They're they're property. They're property that has been taken 
Oh, my oh. God. Right. Ugh. Christ. Okay. So. That's a, that's a fun loophole to hear about. Like, I got you through it because you guys are objects. So, like, this is a really <laughs> uncomfortable uh, rationale. Yeah, it's not good. Don't so, worry. So, uh, so Lincoln hasn't come up with a policy for emancipation yet. And Benjamin's kind of overshooting. Now he's setting like a standard, right? He's setting a rule. Right. So Lincoln, Lincoln hears Precedent. this. And he doesn't know what the fuck to do. And then <laughs> abolitionists and the Northern press fucking love it. They're like, what an amazing call that this guy's made. So Lincoln okay. approves uh, Benjamin's action. He's like, okay, then that's, that works. Okay, so he basically was like, you're objects, therefore they can't take you back. And Lincoln was like, Jesus Christ. And then everyone was like, that's awesome. So Lincoln was like, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So now on his own, Benjamin decides uh, to head up to Richmond, which is the Confederate capital, and he's going to cut off the supply trains. Right? Okay. Um, It's supply train economics. Yeah. That's, yes. Right. You're not you're not as dumb Bad as at this. I thought. Thank you. you were. Keep going. Um, so he he again, like I said, he didn't ask the federal government for approval. He just did this on his own. Does he know that he's supposed to in any way? Is he is is he like incompetent or is he just in a rush or just he's I, just like the Miles Davis of war plans? He's like a puppy. Uh, I just think he's very. Baby, excited. we'll find it. Baby, we'll find it. We'll find. And they're like, no, this is a very strategic. Baby, relax. We got this. We'll find it. I don't need sheet music. I just play. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> he just does it again. I mean, this is the second time he's done it, right? Okay. So, um, again, he has no experience in battle. His attack is a fucking disaster. There's there's friendly fire. They're killing each we other. We let them attack us. <laughs> so, okay. After so, his men are killing each other. So it's a total shit show. They totally lose. No success at all. And then. Once again, the regiments are taken away from him, and he's relieved of okay. command. Okay. So they put a new general in charge of the regiments, but that guy's so old, he's like almost 80, that he just goes, Benjamin, uh, Benjamin, you just control everything. <laughs> You're back I'm in I'm in charge now. You, everyone, listen to me. We're going to <sighs> use a battle strategy this time mm-hmm. that's better I have so much corn in my teeth. Okay, thank you, sir. Can anyone um, can anyone figure out a way to get corn out of my teeth? Yeah, we have toothpicks. We'll talk there's, about. There's a ton of toothpicks. There's uh, just over there. Oh. There's a box. Oh, and what are those, please? Slowly. You, you what this, are they? It's a little piece of wood. You pick stuff. Oh, oh, okay. Um. Oh, why, let, uh, why don't we have a, f- a few of you go get the toothpicks, uh-huh. and then a couple of you stay back to make uh-huh. sure that I'm not attacked while I'm waiting for them, uh, for the, um, uh, oh, fuck. The, uh, the oh, my God. I, I've never my, wanted... My, 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 grand, my grandson <laughs> passed away at okay. birth. Yeah. Now I'm rooting for the South. I'm rooting for the South. I just want them to come up here and kill us. That's how long this has been going on. What do you mean, the South? The South of what? Okay, France. Just stop. Oh, you know, 
No. I, I had a friend who was French once. Oh, Christ. Or German. Hold on while I think about it. Where's happened to those roof picks? Okay. Okay, hold on. Everyone relax. Oh. 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 I'm trying. Hello. Oh, it's the men from war. Wait. Wait. I'm 80 in the 1800s. That's like 150 in your years. No, that's not. A th- that's not. The- okay. Yes. Uh. Okay. Can Maybe lock- he should run it again. What do you think? The other guy was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. Okay, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so relieved in two ways. Oh, yeah. Three if you count the urine I just made. Okay, that's enough. Just go ahead and... All right. Okay. Can you lay down over there on the grass? Nope. My back isn't working. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. Back don't work. Yep. I'll just... Okay. Wrap it up. All right. Wrap it up. Can you die? What? Oh, you're rushing me to die? Yes, I would like you to die. Oh, hold on. Hold, I'll will it. Hold on. Thank you. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, wrong one. What? Oh, nothing. Jesus. Oh, okay. God, that was terrible. See? So that's why they probably put the, him back in charge. I was just trying to give some context. So, right. So he, he actually then takes part in a successful um, attack, but he, he fucked up and the Navy did all the work. But he was part okay, of it. So he took part in Right. Okay. He, he gets into a squabble with the New England governor again, this time over recruiting. The governor says he can recruit. He, he, uh, Benjamin says he can recruit. So the governor goes to talk to Lincoln about it, and Lincoln says to him... Lincoln ben- must be, like, over this dude. Lincoln, <laughs> Lincoln says to him, uh, well, Benjamin's cross-eyed, and he does not, quote, see things the same as other people do. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Taking shots. And if anyone <laughs> should, it's Lincoln. Wow. I mean, he's like honest Abe. You don't expect him to be like roast battling. That, yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. Like, um, so like, but you know, he's, he, he was wasn't, very un-Lincoln. Well, he wasn't, you know, Lincoln wasn't all like, don't offend people. He was, uh, I've read a lot about Lincoln and he was. Okay. <laughs> so a large attack is planned. They're going to go head down the Mississippi. Going to take over two forts that are right near New Orleans, and then they're going to take the city of New Orleans. That's the plan. So Lincoln thinks Benjamin is the perfect guy to handle the occupation of New Orleans once it's taken over. Hmm. So on February 23rd, 1862, Is that just like straight up his reasoning? He thinks he would be good at it? Or is it some sort of like... No, I think, well, I think it's a combination of like, I want to take care of this guy, but also, yeah, I think he's going to be good at it. Okay, okay, all right. Um, so, and also, like, he's not good in war, so put him in charge of just controlling a city instead, I think. Sure, right, Whatever. smart. Lincoln ends, up, him. Lincoln ends up winning the war. He does a really good job. Nobody died. What? Like, like eight people died in the whole war, so it's... Um, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Including was, him? Yeah. No, he, sur- he lived. Seven. He survived, Lincoln. He died when he was like 85 or something. 
Um, I, I'm here. Fuck. God damn it. Wrong age, stupid. <laughs> so, uh, so Benjamin takes part in this attack. Uh, he's commanding 15,000 men, and the attacks on the forts are successful, even though Benjamin keeps moving his men to the wrong place the whole time. He's always in the wrong Smart. location. Strategy. Yeah. Smart strategy. So with the forts taken, New Orleans, New Orleans is just a sitting duck, and they're told to surrender and raise the Stars and Stripes, right? Okay. So the mayor sends a note out stating they're not going to surrender, but also they can't resist a takeover. Quote, Quite a, quite a line he's writing there. Yeah. Quote, come on shore and hoist what flags you please, but don't ask us to do your flag raising. Huh? Interesting. Huh? So he's like, What's up? You may take it over, but we're not going to help you. I put up your lot flag. Lot of applause, lot of applause, lot of applause. Yeah. Right. Yeah, basically. We can't stop you, but we're not going to do your work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, we don't expect you to. Well, 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 we've got a deal. So they sent in some Union soldiers to take down the Confederate flag above the U.S. Mint and put up the Stars and Stripes. Isn't it crazy that we just started doing that again like 10 years ago? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Congratulations to Canada for finally having Confederate flags. Um, So those guys don't stay there because they're not ready to station soldiers in the city yet. So they're like, don't take down the fucking flag. Or they'll be held to pay. Uh, okay. So th- three hours later, four dudes come and put up the Confederate flag. And so they, the ship fires artillery into the city. Well, they it's told about them. time. You can't take down the fucking I know. flag. Yeah. Don't make me hurt you. It's just yeah. like uh, what happened with Diane uh, I Feinstein. I mean, it's a battle. We still, we still fight this battle. Well, Diane oh, Feinstein, Feinstein in the fucking it. 80s. Yeah. You mean Diane, everything's fine, Stein? (laughs) The Daily Picayune celebrated the flag removal heroes. Uh, The name them, one was William Mumford, who had ripped up the flag and handed out pieces of it to people in the city. What? Who's got that strength? I don't know, but that's amazing. That's like the phone book of their day. Yeah. You told me to rip a flag. It will not happen. They probably called it that. I agree. I probably can't rip a flag now. I'm not just in the day. I could not rip a flag. I like how you say that. I mean, I have the strength to, but I love the country too much. I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like how you say That's what I'd blame it on. If someone was like, rip the flag, I'd be like, actually, I just love her too much. I'm not even going to try anymore. (laughs) I like how you say uh, it's like the phone book of the day as if the phone book today is something that we have. I'll be honest. I stopped getting the yellow pages like three years ago. <laughs> they hung on way too long to the yellow pages. The idea that the yellow... They were still coming for a... They were like, here's your phone book. It was like, guys, we do... This is yeah, like... we stopped. No, this is a booster seat. This is no... There's no... These are only for ripping at this point. Yeah. The only reason to give us phone books is to encourage us to rip them. We have phones that go to satellites that give us information. <laughs> Would you like to search for it in a book? <laughs> <laughs> Here's your free book. Uh, so Benjamin is fucking livid that they took down the flag. He vows to hang Mumford. He's like, I'm going to hang that guy someday. Okay. Um, the next day, 250 Marines with howitzers are sent into the city. They march through the streets playing the Star Spangled Banner. And then they hoist the flag, uh, the Stars and Stripes, back up above the mint. 
Okay. The next day, Benjamin comes in and he sets up. Uh, crowds pack the dock as the boat rolls up, and they they're screaming at him, they're shouting at him that summer's coming because summer means yellow fever. And they're shouting that the yellow fever is going to take them all out. Quote, you'll never see him again. Yellow Jack will have you before long. And then they're saying this to Benjamin, the, all the, yeah, all the guys on his boat. Yeah. They're saying the yellow fever is going to kill them. Okay. And they're proud of this. This What a, (laughs) what a brag. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Yellow Jack's coming. Uh, an airborne virus will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, our threat. And they yell uh, for Benjamin, quote, where is the goddamn rascal to come out? And then when he comes out, there he goes, goddamn him. So they're just yelling. They're just fucking screaming. Um, as the, so the troops march through the streets. Once uh, they get set up, Benjamin issues general order number 15. No soldier would plunder property. All Confederate soldiers had to surrender and give up their weapons Anything not, quote, embracing the U.S. was prohibited. Citizens had to take an oath of allegiance to the U.S. If they didn't, their property could be seized. No one could use Confederate money anymore. No printing of anything against the U.S. And then he puts us all, he goes to a newspaper to have him print it so he can send it out to everybody. And the newspaper's like, I'm not doing that. So he takes over the newspaper, prints it, and then shuts down the newspaper. Wow, I would say a very good, swift action to sort of try to cut off the Confederacy pipe. I know, yeah, I don't have any problem with any of that. I mean, you know, you lost a fucking war, or you lost, you know, the city in a war. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then, I mean, I love the idea of, like, we won't print that. Then I'll print it. Then what? You're out of business. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He really (laughs) fucked us. He really (laughs) fucked us good. Yeah. Uh, so he sets up his offices in a ladies' parlor in a hotel. Nice. <laughs> I've done that. Well, I think they took over the hotel to have like, their troops stay there, and then they're like, oh, there's a parlor here. We'll have an office. Sure. Uh, so he sends for the mayor, and the mayor's like, I'm not going to have a meeting in a ladies' parlor. What are you doing? Come to the mayor's office. And then okay. he, he sends a Union soldier over there to the mayor, and he's like, if you don't come, things are going to get really, really unpleasant for you. Like, it's going to be okay. really bad. So the mayor's like, oh, okay, I'll go to the ladies' parlor. Oh, oh, Benjamin said that to the mayor. So the yeah. mayor's like, all right, fine. It's a normal yeah, place no, to have it, a meeting. It, sure. I, I didn't know you were going to threaten Oh, this is me. great. Right. Let's get okay. our hair and nails done. Absolutely. So he brings over a bunch of other city bigwigs, and they go, uh, they go to meet. And outside the building is just a huge crowd because, number one, they're meeting with Benjamin, but number two, Benjamin's taken the hotel over like he's confiscated a hotel. So they're all screaming outside, and then Benjamin, it's so loud he can't hear the other guys in the room, so he asks for artillery to be brought down to clear the street. Let's meet at your place. We should have done it at yours. This is ridiculous. I told you a ladies' parlor would be too loud. I said that. You did what? I said the ladies' parlor would be too loud because it's chitty chat. Yeah, I agree. We've got to make sure we got a kitty cat, but not right now. No. What we need to do is focus on the mission at hand. No, I'm saying this. First of all, you're right. Let's get a few kitty cats in here, and then we'll see what happens after that. No. Petting them can be quite cathartic. I said. your heart rate. I said chitty chat. Also, don't. I don't want my nails done. I don't want my nails done. Can you get her away from me? 
What I said was... Keep doing his nails. He's asking for it. Chitty chat. No. Oh, you don't want to pet a cat with wet nails. That makes sense. Can we get a bunch of cats with plastics on them or whatever we have? Like, I guess right now it'd be some bark or some shit. Put that on them. Okay, great. The cats are on their way, sir. Thank you. Yeah, fuck you too. You don't talk to me like that. I'm getting no more a, cats for this guy. I'm getting extensions. Well, listen, a lot of things are pretentious. They died down. I can hear you now. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. So, uh, so Benjamin asked for uh, artillery to be brought in to clear the street. He's like, let's just uh, blow him up. He is not messing around. No, not at all. So the mayor begs him not to, and he goes out to talk to the crowd to tell him to quiet down, but they just scream louder for Benjamin. They're like, we want him. So Benjamin steps out, and he yells, quote, who calls for me? I am here. And then everyone just got really quiet. All of us. Everyone got oh, really? really fucking quiet. Uh, I was calling, but I wasn't like calling for you. I was like, hey. um, my bike is named benjamin so yeah. i was shouting i wanted to see that yeah so we should probably get out of here i was yelling uh wenjamin Wutton. yeah right yeah yeah same we were all yelling wenjamin Wutton. <laughs> yeah. all right good to meet you man R- really good stuff love the paper by the way yeah so cool so dope so good i like your hair the new style with that you got in there perm's awesome it's an awesome perm um, at that point, as everyone's quieting down, uh, the artillery arrives and everyone just fucking runs. Okay. So <laughs> it's a twofer. Yeah. Everyone was like, wait, uh, maybe we don't want to do this. And then he's like, just to make sure cannons. <laughs> yeah. Can't would you, how about cannons? How about a cannon conversation stopper? So yeah. he has the meeting with the mayor and the mayor's like, you know, we're not going to take this. And he's like, no, you're going to fucking take it. Like, that's how it goes. So New Orleans is in shit shape because it's been blockaded for a year. There's not a lot of food, tons of hungry people. So Benjamin has ships and trains bring in food to help people out, right? Um, At the same time, he starts getting anonymous letters calling him old cockeyed and threatening to kill him. I mean, at this point, he's probably over, like, I mean, he's not over it, but it's sort of like the physical stuff is like whatever. I mean, it's like they're fur- It's the last gasp of a dying movement, kind of, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, the Confederate is alive and going. I mean, it's not like, you know, they've just taken over New Orleans, but. Uh, but I mean, uh, like name calling. Yeah, they're like, we're going to kill you. That's what I'd focus on. Yeah, yeah, the we're going to kill you thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would probably focus more on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, there he is. Whoa. That's him. Honestly, I mean, I guess you can kind of... It. I mean... You can see the yeah, droopy eye I guess you can kind of see it. Yeah, you can kind of see it. And you can see one eye is definitely cross... The The one closer to me is, like, crossing yeah. a little bit. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, so, yeah, so... Uh, so people are violating that first general order he put out, right? They're just like, yeah, no, I'm going to just do what I want to do. So he forms a military commission to sort of look into it. Um, a soldier is refused service at a shoe store 
for being a, quote, damn Yankee. And Benjamin has a red flag put over the store, and then he auctions off all the shoes. <laughs> I mean, he is done. <laughs> I mean, he's done. He came there to chew gum and do some shit, and he's all out of gum. I mean, that's, that really is like sending a message. Yeah. We won't serve you, but then you're done serving. No, Wait, we, but no, that's now it you don't you. have any shoes. And back then, you're not like a footlocker. That's like, that was 18 years of shoes. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, Hobbling he's. Hobbling for days and days. Yeah, there's not, there's no importing of shoes. He, the guy's making them, right? Yeah, so, so it's just like, what can you do? Okay. Uh, so all the businesses then suddenly treated Union soldiers better. They're all like, oh, oh we welcome you. Why don't you oh. come on in, boys? Come on in. <laughs> well, you're going to look mighty fancy in a suit from here. <laughs> we'll serve anybody. <laughs> the last thing we want is for our business to go. <laughs> oh, did you hear about that shoe store? God, that really made my blood boil. Yeah. Oh, what do you think about it? A man's a man, as far as I can see. <laughs> oh, we're very happy to have you. Hey, bring your friends. <laughs> bring all your friends. <laughs> come on down to Suit Shop. Suit Shop. We got suits for everybody. Doesn't matter if you're a Confederate or a Union soldier. Yeah, you got to question there go for it my man you have a giant confederate flag on the back of your wall there well merely a decoration only something i put up underneath it will be a union well you know what get that down there tommy take down that confederate flag that's a bunch of horse shit i'll tell you i hate that flag unless you're a confederate soldier then uh, maybe not but the point is a union either way i'm not one of these people who like pays attention to political leanings this is not a political suit shop this is just a suit shop <laughs> oh boy what well, might have happened to have you might have happened to have you boys <laughs> why, why are you selling yes, you? why are you selling kill all yankee shirts well, yeah, you know, we sometimes we overordered. We overordered about 15 years ago when it was popular. It was in vogue at the time. And then we yeah. moved on from that. So it's just another item up there. It's a bit of a, it's an albatross, if you ask. It's an ark. It's a relic. That's what it is. It's a relic. No, no, no. I, ideally, I just want to have white walls. Or not even white. No, no, maybe beige. Something right in the middle. <laughs> a creamy color. Something, uh, a mocha. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Boy, I tell you. I don't judge a man based on the color of his skin, based on his political leanings or whatever he wears. Union, Confederate, come on in. Whatever you Women, I I don't even give a fuck anymore. Women can come on in. I'm out of fucks to give. <laughs> Boy, anyone coming. Last thing I need is to have someone just give away all my suits. So don't worry about a thing. Come on in, anybody. We serve dogs. Now serving horses. That's right. You want a suit for a horse? We'll figure out a way to give you a suit for a horse. <laughs> we'll make suits for anything, any occasion, any time. Oh, man, oh, man. We're just here to please. We're a suit shop. We're not the uh, Congress or something like that. <laughs> oh, boy. I tell you. I tell you. We love having business. Oh, man, I have no judgments. I don't have a thought in my head. I'm brain dead. I'm legally brain dead. I ain't got a brain. I'm unable to think about politics. <laughs> oh, man, if the check clears, what do I care? <laughs> Woo! Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let's just get the red flag because this guy's annoying. Uh, we're going to go. No, 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 please. Not the red flag. Not the red flag. Well, you just uh, don't. You never no. shut up. You don't but, shut up. I just but, can't. I can't. Well. So soldiers are also being spit on and like cursed and insulted, right? Sure. Um, now, Benjamin so thought. the town's it, having a trouble make a transition. They're, yeah. They're, okay. So Benjamin thought it was kids that were doing this, but then he learned, quote, women of all states and conditions and degrees in life were doing it also. Okay. So it's it's ladies and kids. Uh, so he, I mean, if they're talking about the yellow fever spreading, this is sort of self fulfilling. Um, so he issues general order number twenty eight. 
Please tell me it's no more spitting at soldiers. Quote, as the soldiers of the U.S. have been subject to repeated insults from the women calling themselves ladies of New Orleans in return for the most scrupulous non-interference and courtesy on our part, it is ordered that hereafter when any female shall by word, gesture, or movement insult or show contempt for any soldier of the U.S., she shall be regarded and held liable to be treated as a woman of the town plying her avocation. If you... Explain the last part. (laughs) Spit on a soldier. If you say something, gesture, movement, insult, right? Any soldier, you will then... Fourth, be considered a, a prostitute. Wow, what a what a time! What a time! <laughs> <laughs> uh, just the shame train. I, but there uh, also felt like there was a distinction between woman and lady. Like lady was yeah. like a, a, well, he, a pro, like a, a high, he, like hierarchy wise. Like a, a lady is a. Uh, higher he, than a woman. He was throwing shade. He was like, they're women, but they right. call themselves ladies, but they're clearly not because they're spitting on soldiers. They're just women, right. Whereas today, you'd be like, okay. Uh, so the mayor hears this, and, and this this is playing out in newspapers. Like, they're writing letters back and forth. And the pr- I found the letters. They're all printed all in papers around the country. The um, mayor and Benjamin are going back and forth in a letter battle. Yeah. And he went, he went back and forth with the governor of Massachusetts. This shit is all playing out in letters. It's, okay. like, it's no different than a Facebook fucking fight, right? It's, right, right. Just the um, delay. So the mayor thought that he had declared all women in New Orleans are now prostitutes. And he's like, well, there won't be any peace in the city if that's the case. And then and, he's like, no. And well, Benjamin then threatens to put him in prison. And then they end up talking about it, and the mayor realizes it was just women who insulted soldiers oh, who'd be clear. Oh, oh, they're the only ones who are considered sex. Oh, I understand. <laughs> okay, I thought you had a crazy thought for a minute. Thank God. <laughs> so he apologizes. And then the mayor comes back the next day, and he goes, I want to withdraw my apology. And Benjamin's like, "We just get the fuck out of here. Just go. I'm busy. So the mayor comes back again with another group of city officials. And then Benjamin meets with them and he's like, okay, one by one, tell me if you agree with what the mayor said. And those who agreed, he put in prison. So three guys agreed, the, a judge, the police chief, and another guy, and the mayor, and they're all put in, they're all put in prison in Fort Jackson. They're all. And then the, if you're following them, you're like, um. No, I don't agree. I wouldn't say I agree. I, yeah, I, I mean, I just saw a group of guys walking, and I thought, well, this looks like a fun group of guys. I'll just start following them. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I came I, down here. Uh, plus, what does agree mean? I mean, what does that word mean? You know what I mean? I agree. I love, what, I, I love, I love Ken's point. Yeah. What does agree mean? What is agreeing? You know, agreeing is, is one of those things that you can, uh, you know what I'll do? I agree to disagree, uh-huh. which is interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, now that we see what happened, I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't know any uh, any of the aggregates. I don't do any of the A G words. Um, no, we yeah for sure. We're done saying any of that stuff. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah. By the way, those guys are whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, bye. bye. Uh, you know what good, I mean? good to meet you. Good to, good to, yes. good to put a face. Good to put a face with the, the yeah. name. So that's really cool. enjoyed it. Awesome. Really enjoyed it. Really a pleasure. Really anyway, a pleasure. I'm going to go really? uh, home to my prostitute. Wife. Sorry, I'm just going by your fucking letter or whatever. Yes. And uh, terms of the era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so word of Benjamin's order spreads across the South, and people are fucking livid. A general reads it to his soldiers to fire him up before battle. A oh, wow. 60000 reward is offered for uh, Benjamin Butler's head. Wow. Confederate sympathizers gave Benjamin a new nickname, The Beast. There you go. That's better. Yeah. Right? The Beast. I would take The Beast. Yeah. What's up, I boys? Mean, like, there's power. Yeah. What's up, boys? Uh, my name's The Beast. Benjamin, we're not going to call you The Beast. We're your friends. So. Oh, yeah, but that's my, new, that's my new jam. I'm now The Beast. Rawr. You know what I mean? So Wait, let's just go with The Beast. That's dead. Is that stitched on your jacket? The yeah, beast? I got a. Yeah, I, I had it stitched on my jacket and also my shorts. It's a weird combo, so, uh, by the way. Yeah, well, I'm. I'm legs what are you gonna do? Jacket, I mean, you legs. guys, you guys don't know because you don't, you don't know what it's like to be the beast, but uh, it's how we roll. I want to be the gator. And there's no. That's not a thing. So I'm the bird, the bird man. That why would you want to be a bird? We're snakes. What? Jim, Jack and I are going to be snakes. None of these are good. Being All right. A fucking We've got beast, bird, gator, beast? the you snake say, boys. Okay, so let me tell you something about a beast. A beast fucking will fuck your shit up. He fucks like Did a Did you say crazy bees man. or beast? I'm a beast. I'm a beast. Like I'm going to be bees. Beast. I'm going to be bees like zzz. I'm bees. I'm a bunch of them. Zzz. There we go. We all have cool animal stuff. So we've got the beast, which I love, gator, uh, then we got the snakes. Um, there's the other guy. I forget what he was. And I'll be the bees. Zzz. None Hedgehog. of you fucking. None of you fucking idiots Hedgehog. picked honey badger. Nobody picked honey badger. Hedgehog. Nobody. Hedgehog. Why the fuck would you want to be a hedgehog? The beast just, is going to kill all seen. of you guys. Nuh-uh, I got quills. Plus, you can't kill me. I you don't get. To, you don't get to pick your own nickname. The nickname got put on me. Because I call a bunch of ladies prostitutes, so I, I, I earned it. I earned it. You don't just get to be like, I'm a honey badger now. Fucking bullshit. No, nobody picked honey badger. If you like honey badger, pick it, beast. But I'm the hedgehog. You can't come near me when I got my quills. Look at this. Oh, I'm in a little fetal position. You're unable to diagnose how to open me. I look like a sea enemy. Sea enemy. How do you say that word? I'd actually like to be the sea anemone. No, no, we're not doing sea anemones. No. Oh. We're not doing any of this. There's, right. one, there's, one, there's one nickname. It's Beast. No one else has a nickname. Hedgehog. Okay. Oh, are you going to say mine? So I'm going to break up the meeting. The whole, everything's over. We're not doing this. Well, if you want the meeting to be over, come and get me out of the fetal position, Beast. Okay. Good luck. All right, bye. My quills are out. I'm going to see you guys later. I'm going to see myself. I'm a Beast out. Yeah, I'm going with the I'm going with honey badger. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh so um The Beast. 
It, look, it works. The insults, the everything stopped. No one was insulting Crazy the soldiers anymore. Works. Yeah, it totally worked. Um, people are still doing shit. A, a bookseller put a union union soldier skeleton in his window. Uh, he was put in prison for two years. Another guy got two years for making a cross out of the bones of a union soldier. So he got two. All years. right, a lot of bone stuffs happening. <laughs> a lot of bone work. Miss Eugenia Phillips was arrested for laughing at the funeral procession of a Union soldier. She was on her balcony at the time having a children's party. Um, she was put in prison for months. No, I mean, that changes the vibe of a kid's party. <laughs> now, the city also has money issues. There's millions were taken out of the city when the Union started attacking. And what that was left behind was hidden. So people, right, so it's like gold and silver and stuff. So people are forced to use Confederate cash, which has been outlawed and is losing value. Um, right. They also use streetcar tickets for movie, uh, for, uh, for, for, money? Ca- for cash money, yeah. Okay. And, Seems like it'd be easy to counterfeit money at this time. And they also use saloon shin plasters. I'm sorry? <laughs> saloon shin plasters, which... Which are... It's basically cash made by a saloon, but it's worth less than a dollar. So, like, it's like a saloon... Saloon bucks? <laughs> so it's like Six Flags money, but like saloon money? That's right. Saloon saw bucks. <laughs> and you're like, uh, you know, I'm going to put all my money in saloon saw bucks. And then you leave. They're like, well, we don't take your bar money here. Why did I do that? What was the point? What is the point? I don't know what the point. I mean, just maybe like leaning into your alcoholism, just so like somebody's like, you have a problem. You be like, I do have a problem, but where am I going to spend all my saloon money? I mean, maybe they didn't have enough change, so they give out change that way, and then it would make people come back to the bar to spend the money there. It's I mean, still, I, don't I know. would, you know, you'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'd like money. That like the first time, you're like, this is saloon money. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that guy fell for it. It's a thing now. We've got a currency. But anyway, people started using this stuff for money because they're. There's not enough in circulation. They have nothing else. Like okay. a, a guy bought a cup of coffee and paid a dollar, and he got back 19 streetcar tickets and change. <laughs> I mean, you cannot. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd be like, I do not want the coffee. <laughs> here you go. Here's some. Here's some. Metro I don't even tokens. use. I don't even use the streetcar. I walk. I got a bike. Well, that's money in a way. It's here you not. go. Want some saloon money? All right. Look. How about this? We've got Toys R Us bucks. They're fun bucks. Uh, what the fuck is Toys R Us? Oh, boy. This, uh, all right, here. Have some of my hair. That's change. <laughs> there you go. Uh, 15, 16, 20. There you are, my friend. Here's your change. It's uh, uh, a toenail clipper, uh, some porcupine quills, and this uh, bottle cap. Did you say porcupine or hedgehog? Porcupine. My enemies in the city. Oh, shit. There can only be one. Well, thank God. I hope there's none. I got to be honest. Good news. We teamed up. Porcupine and Hedgehog have a united front. Fuck. That's right. We're together, finally. The Quill team. Oh, Christ. This is the worst superhero Where there's a Quill, there's a way. fuck off. Try to get us out of our fetal positions. No, I don't. I want you exactly. in that. Exactly. Why would you? God damn. We're it. like sea enemies. No, you're sea not. En- sea enemy. We're enemies of the sea. No, not that, that is not the sea enemy. Sea enemy. 
No, not CN enemy. We're, we're enemies of the CN enemy. We're what we'd call CN enemy enemies. Absolutely not. It's rare. So, um, so Benjamin tells banks that only federal dollars, banknotes, uh, and gold and silver can be used. He's like, that's it. And they're like, else. we just took a bunch of saloon bucks. Thanks for telling us. <laughs> and he said, if the banks keep hiding their money, he's going to find it and he's going to seize it. Now, <laughs> this guy does not take shit. He takes no shit whatsoever. It's quite a start. I mean, he went from being like a total lunatic who didn't do anything right to now he's just on pure instinct. And he really is like, I mean, it's like an HGTV show, like flip your confederacy. <laughs> so, um, he says, uh, he, he tells everybody in a letter, he announces the union has captured, uh, captured a bunch of Confederate beef, as, as happens. And, uh, I just want to picture, okay. And it's going to go to the, quote, deserving poor of the city from whom the rebels had plundered it. I mean, only this country in this time had racist meat. <laughs> Only us could have. Don't eat that. That's for racists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This does not taste like. And this comes from racist cattle. This doesn't taste like freedom meat. Uh, unfortunately, that's Confederate beef. Ooh. Yeah, sorry. It's all we had. So the. That'll the, be five pubes. <laughs> the, the governor of Louisiana, he's in Confederate territory in the north of the state. So he writes to the people of New Orleans saying Benjamin was trying to start a war between the rich and the poor, and they should resist by not taking the beef. A lot of them are just starving. Okay. <laughs> Look, take the beef. Okay, just <laughs> take, take the, the goddamn beef. beef. Take the fucking just beef. Just eat the beef. Okay, so he's, the, so he's basically calling for a hunger death strike. That's right. Because and he's making up. This is not a class war. This is simply a yeah. It's not a class war. Confederates shut the fuck up. As a matter of fact, he's trying to take care of the poor, and he is pointing out right. that the rich are fine, so they should you know do something right. about it. As always, as a great a great message in the history, the rich are always fine. Yeah, always. Um, so that message uh, from the the governor is printed in papers all over New Orleans. So. Benjamin then shut those papers down. And yeah, I was going to say, he's, you know what he's going to do. Yeah. He's the beast. Yeah, he's the beast. So um, he let two keep printing after they took an oath of allegiance to the United States. Okay. So in June, Benjamin hired 2,000 I mean, people. is Lincoln is Lincoln like, Jesus Christ, this guy's <laughs> we'll, crushing it. We'll get there. Um, okay. In June, uh, Benjamin hires 2,000 people for 30 days to clean up the city. The city's just fucking filthy. It's just disgusting. But it still is. Yeah, that's never changed. Um, and so, but to take the work, they have to declare their allegiance to the United States first. I to, should say the French Quarter, not New Orleans. New Orleans yeah, the, the French, Barf Quarter. French Quarter. Uh, um, He also said anyone throwing anything in the streets would be imprisoned. So some guy's up in a... by the... (laughs) Okay. Some guy's up in a window. Except for beads. Okay. (laughs) He sees a cop. He takes out a piece of paper, and he doesn't crumple it up or anything. He just tosses it out. And just uh, does the swooshy? Yeah, he does the swooshy, and it wafts wafts down, and he yells out to the cop, uh, You see me do this? Uh, so Benjamin, this guy. the cop arrests him. Benjamin has him thrown in jail for three months. Oh, my God. So, I mean, 
really delivering messages. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that slow paper fall of that guy, like his fate, like, maybe I shouldn't have. It's a long time to reconsider. It's not a rock. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have done it. Uh, but look, the city is clean. It, basically, for the first time ever, it's clean. Now, that guy, William Mumford, who had taken down the flag and ripped it up, mm-hmm. um, they finally found him. And when they found him, he had a piece of the flag hanging out of a, a buttonhole on his shirt. Jesus. Uh, so the commission condemns him to death, and Butler's like, exactly. That's what should happen. Wow. And uh, they build a scaffold in front of the U.S. Mint, and he goes up, and there's a big crowd, and he tells them to treat all men justly and raise your kids properly, and then he was hung. That, those are his last words? Yeah. Those are very, like, I would imagine he would go down with, like, a Confederate message or something. Instead, he's just kind of like a fortune cookie. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And your lucky okay. numbers are 7, 12, 34. Hang him! <laughs> no, we only did three numbers. No. Oh, sorry. Well, it's too late. I don't know what he was going to say. He's pissing his pants. Oh, good Lord. So, right. um... His death, uh, the South is fucking livid. It does seem, I mean, again, I like obviously terrible po- politics, terrible philosophy, all that. But it's like, it, it, I mean, it's, I, this, the, he's the beast, I guess. So he's, he's sending the fucking messages. He's the fucking beast. He's the beast. You know what happened. He's the beast. Yeah, he's sending messages. So, um, so the 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 Charleston Courier newspaper offers ten thousand for capture of Benjamin dead or alive. Merc- the Mercury paper just said he should be killed by poison or be stabbed. Well, they're Mercury. They're like maybe with Mercury, <coughs> but these are papers that he has not okayed. These are these are not. Um, these New are or- like outside, outside of, the city, of New Orleans. Okay, gotcha, these are gotcha, like way. Gotcha. Um, uh, so. The uh, the Confederate president, well, Robert E. Lee says, we vow revenge, right? He's the general in sure. charge of the South. Um, Confederate president. Bobby Lee. <laughs> Bobby Lee, that's right. Confederate oh, president. Wow, I never even thought of that. Oh, God, I didn't that's either. That's crazy. It's not that a, is like, crazy. crazy. It's deeply creepy. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> okay. So, um, so. Confederate President Jefferson Davis said Benjamin was a felon and should be hung. Quote, I do order that he no longer be considered or treated simply as an enemy of the Confederate States of America, but as an outlaw and a common enemy of mankind. Okay. So they're taking it well. I mean, this is like, they literally have lost their shit. They're they're just like, this guy was executed and murdered. I'm not, it's not fair to say that side is quick to anger, Dave. I'm not going to sit here and let you... uh, (laughs) say that they have a short fuse how dare you so like i said he's also taking care of the poor right so he 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 institutes a tax on the wealthy to raise money for the hospital um he raised like three hundred thousand dollars which not just not just the people needed it but his soldiers needed it because chronic diarrhea was a huge problem oh my god what the town had ibs well just his own men of just his own men a thousand each month had diarrhea. I mean, what? They need to fight the battle of Imodium. 
what, uh, what, what, I mean, I just abysmal food and conditions or what, why, I mean, what are the fever? What is, I mean, yeah, I mean, I assume it was, you know, they're not nightmare. I mean, is there a worse era to have diarrhea? I'm sure there is, but this is really like, I can't think, I mean, really just the worst, just, yeah. I mean, you know, there's no, they have toilet paper. I think they had toilet paper. Yeah, but it's like or what it's did like they a, have? It's like the they page like poop of a, spoons. It's like the page of a book. Don't ever fucking say poop spoon again, ever. Okay, I'll, I'll stop a, the podcast. I'm a, I'm a man asking. I'm no, a man asking. You're not. That's not an. Okay, ask. so they just had. They just had. They just had like the paper that you get at like the airport, essentially. Yeah, I don't think but it's probably worse. It's it gets <laughs> worse than that. It's like it's like probably like, like a page of a paper. book. Yeah. They're right. probably just getting right. any, okay. or they might have had bidets. I don't know. Maybe there's a guy washing his ass with a bottle. Like who knows? Only the fancies. No, no. What you needed, you needed. What they? I be, actually, I'm googling it right now. They had what's called poop pals, and it was just the guy who spit <laughs> your butt and then dragged you across. Stop the talking. Dirt. Stop talking. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> um. So in May, May and June, there were over two thousand cases amongst his men each month. The hospitals are <laughs> packed. Right. The hospitals are packed. Diarrhea. 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 <laughs> On top of diarrhea, there's also acute and chronic dysentery, hemorrhage of the bowel, inflammation of the bowel. So it's it's fucking shit city. It's just shit fest. It's shit fest. Yeah. Like if you were a soldier in the infirmary at that point, you'd be writing in your journal and be like, dear diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, people people are throwing beads and then guys just shitting themselves. That's just catch the beads. Then you. Uh, the, I mean, uh, 2,000 people. I mean, imagine walking into a hospital where everyone just had diarrhea. Oh, my God. There's not 2,000. I just make this point. There are not 2,000 toilets in a hospital at this time. <laughs> it was like 10. <laughs> like, Mind if I sit on your lap, Jenkins? No, go ahead. I needed a poop pail. All right. So now that we lost all of our listeners. Um, yeah. Now, there were 50 Englishmen who... So, uh, by the way, I want to say sorry to the Dollop Chili Fan Club. <laughs> but uh, what a run you had. Oh, run. Um, there's 50 Englishmen who had come to fight with the Confederates, and they were in New Orleans when... <laughs> we're willing to put up some numbers as well. But I love slavery, don't I? <laughs> it's all right. It's... Grumble, grumble. Uh, so many had fled the city when Benjamin... Uh, came and he told them to turn over their weapons. So, out of the out of like fifty, two were arrested, and the British aren't happy about that. Um, and the Secretary of War of the U.S. doesn't want to pit up, piss off foreign countries because then they might back the South. Right. Um, so the French had also sold uniforms to the Confederacy in July of sixty uh, one, but they hadn't been paid yet, and the money was tied up in New Orleans. And everyone's worried that Benjamin is going to confiscate it. So the French aren't being paid because of Benjamin. Um, a guy is suspected of hiding cash. And Benjamin sends his soldiers to search his business, which is like a liquor business. Okay. He like sells booze. Okay. But they get there and he claims that he is a consul of the Netherlands and that the building is a consulate. Is this, I mean, that is, that's on the fly lying, right? I mean, he's just well, like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty weird. I'm, uh, I'm Holland. 
Can I? I'm, yeah or no? Uh, or I'm Holland. Uh, what is it? You're saying it. I, I'm. You're in. You walk to Holland. What the hell are you talking about? This liquor store is Dutch, and I'm a. I'm. I'm basically the Netherlands. <laughs> what does that even mean? There, you're gonna find money, but it's what? I'm. I'm the Netherlands. <laughs> you invaded a country. Can I see your passports? What are you talking about? We're in charge. We're the occupying army. We've come you're here. You're invading a. You came to. The, no, you're a liquor store. You're a liquor store. No, I I sell liquor, but as a Dutchman. There's there's a there's a, a way you're speaking that is doesn't it doesn't seem like you're telling the truth. It's what we do. Where it's what we do in Holland. <laughs> no, I don't think. No, it, it, I, it's I, a it's a it's a it's a quirk of the Dutch. I've met the Dutch. I've never ever met one that talks like this, ever. Maybe they live here too. No, uh, they don't. This is France now. It's not France. It's a fucking it's liquor. It's it a fucking. It's so a, we agree. So we agree. It's Holland. It's a liquor store. Do you want some absinthe? No, I want the money. We use Geldas? Huh? <laughs> hmm? Huh? What is huh? Maybe? No. Huh. You owe me money? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so he, he refuses to turn over the vault key because he's a console. Um, <laughs> what a liquor store. I know, okay. it's so great. So Benjamin... I know it's just like it's like you go into a liquor store and sell sell a fake booze, and they're like, "I'm sorry, I'm a diplomat." Um, yes, I'm, <laughs> you've walked into the UN, my friend. I'm diplomatic immunity. Um, <laughs> so Benjamin goes and gets a lieutenant who was quote peculiarly peculiarly well fitted for extracting a key from a contumacious console, which is like a I guess like a greedy, stubborn type dude. Okay. So um, he hired some muscle. Yeah, he brought in some muscle. And the muscle gets there and and has the console strip searched. Wow. Um, the key is found okay. in his pantaloons, as we expected. Okay. okay. I mean, you could have just searched him. Yeah. <laughs> searched him first. <laughs> um, Get him naked. They open the vault. Now check his pants. <laughs> Um, they open the vault and they find 160 kegs full of $800,000 worth of coin. Um, they find bonds, bank plates, plates for printing Confederate money. So they just find all this shit. So they found the Confederate bank, basically. Well, the guy is a middleman funneling money to the Confederacy from banks and other companies. Right. Um, and they confiscate all of it. And the guy's like, you can't confiscate it. It's the consulate's property. It's the Dutch consulate's property. Is that true? Well, yeah. So now, yeah. So now all the foreign consulates. I'm the Bank of Holland? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So now all the foreign consulates are pissed off. 18 now lodge a protest against, quote, the indignity of what they've done. 
Now, a British ship docks at the port, and a crowd gathers and starts chanting down with the stars and stripes. And, and Butler hears the ship plans to raise the Confederate flag on the 4th of July. So he tells the captain, if you do that, I'm going to open fire on you, because that means you're an enemy ship. And by the way, this dude does what he says. Uh-huh. Find out about the tracker. He ain't fucking around. He's not fucking around. Um, after he makes that threat, he finds out the report was not true at all. He, they didn't plan on raising the Confederate flag. Oh, okay. So he's <laughs> causing a lot of shit with foreign peoples. <laughs> <laughs> sure, he's, he's going for it. I mean, a rumor's a fact. Um, so the Secretary of State apologizes on behalf of the U.S. to all these different countries. And then they, then they appoint Colonel Shepley to be the military governor of Louisiana. So that's a new position, and it's basically okay. they're putting a guy above Benjamin. They're making a boss for, for the beast. Okay. Yeah. Now, Benjamin is still doing his shit. He, he issues more general orders. He issues a bunch of general so orders. So it's like if you're the CEO of a company and they're like, this is the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of... Oh, you didn't uh, know about that? CEO 2. Yeah, that's that's carbon dioxide. Yes. So better than you. Oh, okay. More powerful. Because right, he's a gas. Okay. Right. So you're not fired. Air. Okay. You're, you're not fired, but there's just a guy who has your job. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. It'll be a pleasure to work with this man you've invented. Well, you won't be working with him. You'll be working for him. So. Right. Under. It's interesting. It feels right. Okay. Way under. We just took. You don't have any power. Like you can't. And do this anything. happened. This has been decided a while ago. This is a thing that exists for sure. Yeah, no one else has done it, but we're breaking new ground. Okay. So congratulations. I mean, you're the first guy to um, not have that job. Okay. Well, if he works, I'm going to shoot a cannon into him. Thank you. Yeah, that's what we expect. Thank you. Um, So he starts issuing general orders. Anyone with Confederate goods would be imprisoned. If anyone took a favor, protection, passport, money, or property, or other valuables, you had to take an oath to the U.S. Any foreigner living in the U.S. for over five years was now declared a U.S. citizen and had to take an oath. Mm. So foreign consults lose it over that one. Lincoln, Lincoln orders, (laughs) at this point, Lincoln orders Benjamin to not make any more declarations without approval from the war and state departments. He's like, enough with the fucking... Sure, that seems fine. Yeah, yeah. no more jazz. No more jazz. On July uh, 17th, Congress passes an act allowing the seizure of property of rebellious citizens. So, if you're like an officer in the Confederate Army, your shit was just taken. If you were like a private or lower down... You had like some days to declare your oath to that the you U.S. Were no longer a Confederate. Yeah, right. you had to, you know. Um, so, so a lot of hardcore. By the way, I mean that the very effective, very effective. Yeah, a lot of hardcore Confederates now have to swear an oath to keep their property, and any ex-U.S. citizen who refused to take the oath had to report to the marshal's office. If you didn't, you could be imprisoned or have your property seized or both. Very quickly, 69,000 people in Louisiana took the oath. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, shocking. <laughs> yeah, people don't want to lose the yeah, shit. I mean, like, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, that's why I would imagine it's effective. Yeah. 
Um, so 4,000 did not. In Lafourche Parish, over 1 million in property was confiscated and auctioned off. Wow. Um, Benjamin took the mansion of a Confederate general and used it as his home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why not? Yeah. 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 Uh, a woman named Rowena Florence. I'll tell you, I'm very happy that you didn't do that. Uh, I've always had my eye on this place. Love it. Great. <laughs> but I took the oath. It doesn't matter. Ah, nah. I like it. Nice chandeliers. A woman named Rowena Florence said the general gave her a box of family silver, but Benjamin did not buy it. And he took the silver for his own use. <laughs> okay. So it's sort of like when like uh, a couple, like one, like the husband's going to jail, and he's like, I'm divorcing the wife. She had everything. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, give me, give me, give me. Basically. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, that seizure earned Benjamin the nickname Spoons Butler. What is happening? Let's stick with Beast. <laughs> you have the nickname. Spoons Butler? I mean, that sounds like who brings you, like, your dessert spoon at a dinner. <laughs> Spoons Butler? Stop calling me that. I'd like something for my pudding, please, Spoons Butler. And by the way, get the fork made when you have a second. Fork Mike? Made. Oh, I think you said Fork Mike, because Fork Mike is outside. He's still waiting. How you doing? I, I got some forks. Shrimp? Salad? Dinner, whatever you need. I'm looking for an oyster fork. Uh, you got to give me a couple days. I got a guy, but I got to get it to Mexico. Well, I need it now because I have 84 oysters to eat. Tell you what I can do. I can take a salad fork and a dinner fork and merge them into an oyster fork. It's not going to look pretty, but it's going to get you through. So do you know what my nickname is? Better not be Fork Mike, or we're going to have a fight. Wait a minute. Are you Knife Pat? I'm Oyster. <laughs> Wait. You're Roy the Oyster, a.k.a. Yeah. Royster. That's right. Wow. Yeah. It's an honor. Yeah. Let me take my hat off. I heard a lot about you. I like your style, Royster. Can you put your hat back on? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm going to introduce you to a couple friends of mine I always travel with. This is Hedgehog and Porcupine. Oh, shit. Hello. Yes. Ready? In our positions. Quills out, men. Oh, what are you doing? We're laying down in the fetal position, and you can't get us because of our quilled backs. All you can see are our little pink feet. Hello. Someone has watched. This way. is pretty much our attack. Huh? Someone, a certain improviser, has watched way too many animal documentaries. Who do you think it is? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. We like our bellies rubbed in warm water, too. <laughs> and we'll eat lettuce. So, um, so the Confiscation Act that had been passed by Congress, it's a gold mine for uh, a guy named Benjamin. Seize property... Is auctioned at way below value, and often a guy buying it is named Benjamin Butler. He oh, he was so this is like he's like he's, yeah okay. Well, he's buying stuff like cotton and sugar cheap, and then sending it north and selling it for a huge profit. So are are we crossing now to the point where he's got like the 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 mission is maybe a little self serving at this oh, point, oh, no yeah. longer for the greater good. Oh yeah, right. 
So we've crossed. So now we're in the 2008 uh, housing crisis. <laughs> That's right. Also, um, a lot of people are being imprisoned for treason at Fort Jackson with no charges, no trial date. Uh, so he got too powerful. Well, yeah. But he also wants to punish okay. these people because they're the South. Right. So sure. there is a way out of there is a way out of the prison. The wife of an imprisoned merchant was told if she paid seven thousand dollars to one of Benjamin's judges, her husband would be would be freed. Now okay. that's that, So there's bail without trial. Yeah, bail without trial. So that, that turns out that's a very common situation. Um, and also you can't travel in and out of the city without a pass. So ships would be stopped coming in and the passengers forced to pay huge amounts to be let through. So there's a racket going on. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the white house learns about Benjamin's profiteering and they say, fucking stop it. So what an era he has his brother, Andrew handle all the transactions. So That'll fix it. Andrew takes control of confiscated plantations. He uses freed slaves as workers because he could pay them way less than white workers. Sugar plantation owners were forced to get permission from Andrew to transport because his brother controlled all the military ships. I was starting to really like this guy for a while. (laughs) And then he became like the capitalist beast. Um, if, uh, if the sugar plantation owners didn't get permission, they would just seize their sugar. He brought flour and he would bring flour from New York for $6 a barrel. Is and he then, fighting like the cake war? <laughs> and then he'd sell it in New Orleans for 24 I need an egg guy. <laughs> we need an egg guy and we need the milk people. So basically, so it's just a racket, major racket, the, profit, all, all, and it's all going to him. The Butler brothers are. Well, it's making, all going to Andrew. The the two right. of them, they're making a fucking fortune. Right. Um, Andrew has a monopoly now on stuff like groceries and medicine. He's illegally illegally selling medicine to took a turn the Confederates. What? Well, the good news is it's not even medicine at this point, but okay. <laughs> um, Butler let Andrew use nine military steamers that were supposed to be used for military use to smuggle stuff. Jesus Christ. So full on now. Now they're the mafia. Yeah. And, and this has been slowly ramping up the whole time, right? And, right, um, right. So the Secretary of Treasury sends down two special agents to investigate, and they really quickly realize that Andrew's just up to his fucking eyeballs in crime. They're like, this is crazy. He had made, he had made $2 million in 10 weeks. Oh, my God. In that time? Yeah. Actual $2 million? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so just... <laughs> I mean, if you made $2 million today, that would be crazy. I mean, just think about it. It's like, it's like, it's a fire sale, right? You're, you're just buying shit for cheap and selling it for regular prices. I mean, well, it's, just- it's also, if you're like, if you are the stopgap, at some point you realize you have unchecked power. Yeah. Now, what year is this? This is eight, like probably 1840? 1862. Okay. Uh, oh, let's see what that would be now. It's $55 million. He made $55 million in two months. In two weeks. Well, te- it was 10 weeks. 10 weeks. It's not in 10 weeks. Oh, okay. But, okay, Still. it's $55 million. Still. 
Like they literally had just control of every single goddamn thing, and we're just yeah. uh, sugar bucks, right? <laughs> so crazy. Um, so these agents that come put all the corruption on Andrew because that's how it looks, right? That's how he's designed it. He's Benjamin stepped out of it, and Andrew's making all the all the deals and stuff. Yeah, right. Um, and also, his troops are doing the same thing because he's leading, and the troops are seeing the shit that he's doing. So they are pillaging They're and like, this is, right. destroying property. Which was part of the there was the whole idea was no plundering. Yeah, right. That was the first rule he he put in place. Yeah. But like they would get sent out to do stuff like go whatever, go do a thing outside of New Orleans, and they would just trash plantations and take right. everything and take right burn it down. Like it was, yeah. Just whatever they wanted. Cool, that's awesome. I, I'm also not against it because of what the. It's a tough. It's I'm not. It's I'm just tough, not. But you would think. Well, no, but what you could do is you could take the valuables and, like he did with the hospital, like you could put it back into the city and sure. like infrastructure or something like that. Well, so uh, it's what, like you want to see the plantation get burned, but you could also the guys could the guys could take the items and use them for well, the greater good instead of personal. Well, gain. what really should be done is it should all be taken and given to the slaves. Yes. All right. You got a better plan, asshole. What do you want? Because the, it was all built upon their labor. Like, all right, that. I'll do you one better. And they get to own the plantation owner. Yeah. How about that, Jack? Well, no. I actually, if I was to go back in time, I would be suggesting that um, they flip they flip the switch and make the whites in the South slaves, and just go till you die. That's your punishment. I'll, Dave. <laughs> I'll bet that would change how we reconcile our history in some way. <laughs> I really do. I have a feeling then we would hear about reparations a little more. <laughs> uh, so anything seized, Benjamin would say, was taken by the government. So whatever's happening, the soldiers are taken it, he's taken it, he would just say, well, that, the government took it all. Now, Benjamin also created the first Louisiana Native Guards who were black soldiers who were escaped slaves. Uh, this is the first time this had been done. They, he did not get permission from the federal government, and they're armed. So whites in New Orleans are like, what the fuck, as these oh, black dudes to are walking. To be a confederate, and they'll be like, well, I'm sorry, wait a second. <laughs> Hold the phone. Now, look, there's also still a war on, and Benjamin is still in command of troops, and he made disastrous decisions. Um, they They tried to take Baton Rouge, and he completely fucked it up. It cost the Union taking control of Baton Rouge. So rumors start that he's going to be removed. And he hear, he I guess he's in a bar or something. He's in a place, and he hears his sessionist talking about how there are 10-to-1 odds of a new general taking over. So they're betting on him wow. uh, losing his job. And on November 9th, he gets notice from the government that he's going to be relieved of duty. Um, so he leaves the city on December 24th, and he wrote a farewell address to explain to the people why he had done what he'd done, including the women's order. And he told them things could have been a lot worse, and they should be thankful for the treatment they received. Always. Yeah. You got to. You're, I mean, all, all, I mean all, yeah, great. Always great. Yeah. It could have been way shittier. <laughs> Vote for me. <laughs> Uh, the people weren't impressed. Poems were printed about him, calling him, quote, brutal and vulgar, a coward and slave, beastly by instinct, a drunkard and sought thief, 
liar, scoundrel in the highest degree, monster, thou vilest of scum. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, but but that's so earned. I mean, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, you when you don't have the greater good in mind, it's transparent. But again, our words and criticism is like, yeah, whatever. I live in a gated mansion. Yeah. So, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Um, the Richmond Examiner wrote, quote, Cowards by nature, thieves upon principle, and assassins at heart, it would be marvelous indeed if the people of the North refused to... Re- Render homage to Benjamin Butler, the beastliest, bloodiest poltroon and pickpocket the world ever saw. So he's like villain number one for the South. He goes back to New England, and he's still super popular up there. Um, They would love it. I mean, all the shit that he did, they would be like, yeah, that's fucking great. Uh, He goes and meets with Lincoln, but he's pissed because he'd still not been given a reason for being fired. Uh-oh, I got one. <laughs> I mean, there's a million. He's a shitty general. Yeah. He's like, yeah. So Lincoln For says, us. Lincoln wouldn't say. They have a meeting, and Lincoln won't tell him why he fired him. And he says, well, go talk to Secretary Stanton. And he does, and Secretary Stanton also won't tell him. And he goes to talk to the general-in-chief, and he also won't say why he was fired. He goes, oh, that was Stanton's call. Like, they're just, no one will give him a straight answer. Right, right. Uh, so it's obvious he's never going to know, and he's just furious about it. Now, Lincoln starts thinking he'd acted too fast and considers reinstating Benjamin and putting him back in command in New Orleans. What? <laughs> what? Why? What is he like? Well, I mean, he should feel very... That feels like the right call. It does feel like the right call. And he's just put a new guy in charge. So he's like, ah, oh, it's so awkward. I, then I got to fire the new guy. And like, he's having... You know, that's like when you're in a bad relationship and you get out of it and you go on one date and you're like, maybe it was perfect. <laughs> it's like, no, neither are right. Yeah. So he Lincoln actually writes a letter uh, to Secretary Stanton to make it happen. To, to put okay. Benjamin back. He's like, you hire Benjamin back. And he ends up not sending it. But he wrote it out. Smart. Right. Um, Linkard offered Benjamin a bunch of different positions over six months. He just kept offering him different jobs. He, Benjamin turned them all down. President? <laughs> turned them all down. and Because Benjamin wanted his old job back. He's like, I don't want those fucking jobs. Give me my sweet, sweet gig. I want the one where I get to make sugar money. Flower bucks. Yeah, give me the money one. Yeah, but also yeah. they wouldn't tell him why he was fired. So, so it becomes clear the union, the union is going to win the war. So Benjamin finally takes a job that he's offered, a command position in Virginia. Now, Benjamin, like I said, is very fucking popular. Lincoln is now thinking of making him his VP in the next election. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lincoln's spokesman goes to meet. I with mean, this guy would have been president. Lincoln's spokesman goes to meet with Benjamin and asks him if he's interested in the vice presidency. Butler oh, says no, God. because he's what? mad about not being told why he was fired. He says no. <laughs> Had he said yes, Benjamin Butler would have been president. The president. President Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So <laughs> Benjamin was ordered to attack Richmond. 
but he delays the attack three days because he's arguing with his commanders about how to proceed. Those three days fucked up the attack. One of the commanders said, quote, he was as helpless as a child on the field of battle and as visionary as an opium eater. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's great that those words still have total resonance in this country. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, he essentially snatches defeat from a sure victory in Richmond. And afterwards, once again, most of his troops are transferred to the control of another general. He would have been completely discharged, but Lincoln needed political allies. So Jesus Christ. He's still in charge of some men. I can't quit you. <laughs> he's still in charge of some men and once again is told to go attack a fort at Wilmington. He completely botches it and ends up leaving a thousand men stranded on a beach and they had to be rescued by another general. But that battle was successful and he takes credit as he does when a battle is successful that he had nothing to do with. Well, they, oh, uh, there you are. We did it, boys. All right. Huh? Yeah. Did I tell you to have faith in a fella's plan or did I tell you to have faith in a fella's plan? What did huh? I tell you? Right. The beast is here. Hey, beast is back. Beast is back. This is something I call the moonwalk. So after that, he is uh, removed from command on January 7th, 1865. He goes back to Massachusetts, back into politics. He joins a group called the Radical Republicans. They wanted to severely punish the South. Um, what a time. So Andrew Johnson becomes president, right? He would have been president. Mm -hmm. He would have been brutal to the South. Um, he goes after Johnson for being too lenient on the South. So he's running for office on impeaching Andrew Johnson for being too fucking weak. <laughs> and he wins. And two years later, the House votes to impeach Johnson for high, high crimes and treason. And Benjamin is one of the House members who presents the case to wow. the Senate. He's actually the first. He, he does the opening argument. Yeah, that's. Is, is, that's also the first impeachment, right? Yeah, well, he didn't get convicted, but he was impeached. Right, but he was impeached. Yeah, right, it was the right. first one. Um, he, he wasn't convicted by one vote, so they almost got rid of him. Wow. Now, people filed lawsuits against Butler for what he had done during the war, but he didn't settle any of them. He fought every single one, and he won every single one. He becomes Massachusetts governor in 1882. He runs for president but loses. After the war... Mumford's wife moves her family to Virginia and a con man steals all of her money and she loses her home. So Benjamin buys her house and gives it back to her. And then he gets her a job at the Department of Eternal Revenue in D.C. And when a new president rolls in, they fire everybody. So she gets fired when Hayes becomes president. And then Benjamin once again gets her a job as a clerk at the postmaster's office. So he takes care of Mumford's wife and kids by, mm -hmm. you know, helping her out, even though, mm -hmm. right, he's a traitor he killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Benjamin died on... I mean, he must feel... Yeah, he's, he's like, guilty, maybe. I guess, yeah. Benjamin yeah. died on January 11th, 1893, 74 years old. He was worth $7 million when he died. When he got to New Orleans, he was worth 150000 And when he... At his peak, it was around... I mean, he must have been, like, you know... I mean, over $55 million. I mean, it's crazy how much money he had. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what? If, if 2 million is 55 million, then, then 7 million is, you know, 
do the math. It's oh right, Duh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, so he yeah, yeah fucking a. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Now I was right. Hundreds of millions. Yeah, he's got uh, what 175 million or something. But True. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the story of Benjamin Butler. God damn! What a guy! What a life! Jesus Christ! I I am I he am lived like. We were too. We were, you know, as we can see now, we are too lenient on the South, um, yeah. and obviously there was the the election. We talked about the election where the we fucked over all the black people, um, and for for the South's um, support in an election, and yeah. um, so you know there are things we could have been different, and I think I think a son of a bitch. Would have been a lot better. Like this? Yeah, I think that, you know, I think you take you take all their fucking... Anybody who owned a slave, I think you take their yeah. property. Take, yeah. Just fucking take... Like, I don't, who gives a shit? Like, you won the fucking war. Yeah. Now, undo the thing. And the only way to undo it is to take away all their money because they made all their fucking money off of free fucking labor. Like, that, all that money yeah. should have gone to the people who built the shit. You give all that fucking money... To them, and that's it, and that's why reparations are a thing. Like th- those those families still are existing in difficult situations, and the uh, the fucking rich people who's got to keep their goddamn money that they made off of slavery, they're still riding high. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking problem. Yeah. And yes. I and I'm and sorry. It's also why it's also why when people find like I mean like you know they frame reparations as an absurd conversation you know and they're just like why would I have to pay for something that I had nothing to do with and it's like yeah there are people still paying for the thing they had nothing to fucking do with well also why do you have to pay for it why do you get the rewards that's what they never bring up yeah well that's and that's why and that's why they would never want it <laughs> because if you if you live a if you live a prosperous life that's based on I mean it's it's essentially like what government is it's why you have no faith in government ever prosecuting government why the fuck would you pull the emergency brake on the gravy train that you're running yeah you know like it you never will I mean you never right. would you know it's it you, you I mean they will they will not they will not morally choose the right direction right. Well, it all ended well, though. Now, now, yeah, no, fine. for sure. It's always, always, always good to remember how great uh, we handled the it all. Is. Yep. Yeah, we dealt with it right. Yep. Perfect. Yep. 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 No notes. Nope. Not a note. Nope. All good. Chef's kiss, huh? Mm. All right. Well, shit. <laughs> we did it. My favorite part is still the guys who have diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't have to put that in there, but I read it and I was just like, just, I was just imagining. The, you had to put that in there. The fucking nightmare, the logistical nightmare. It's just. Yeah. You make a show on NBC called Diarrhea ER, I'm back. <laughs> I'm watching. Let's do it. New Orleans, Diarrhea ER. Yeah, Diarrhea, New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we right. sign. Uh, we sign diarrhea. Sign, uh, yeah. Oh, what a horrible ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, sources for this episode: the book General Butler, Beast or Patriot, New Orleans Occupation by author Christopher G. Pena. 
the Winchester Daily Bulletin from Winchester, Tennessee.